What got you into blogging? Uh, well, my love for food. Like, uh, usually I started a page on Instagram. Actually, I didn't start this page. My niece did. Mm-hmm. She made this account, the Bahrain blog. And then we would go, we would go to the restaurants. We would click pictures like, you know, all girly things do. You would be waiting with the fork and waiting. Oh, wait, let me take the pictures. And then we would post it. This is how I started. And then um, I started food blogging, going to restaurants, reviewing the food. Yeah. And I would like to say something about the review, but not now when we are in the middle of the conversation. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's a weird way to start a conversation. Okay. But I, I find that interesting. So we've had Donna Wonders on, and she was telling me that she's she's been threatened. She's been sued. Uh, somebody told her, I'll put your car on fire while you're in it. You've been threatened yeah, as well. She's a friend of mine. She's yeah. a very good friend of mine. And she's also a teacher by profession. Mm. And she's a... But, Hamad, she's a food critic. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever she says, she is qualified to say that. Mm-hmm. You know, she can say that. Because she has studied food, cuisines. For example, if she's going to a Lebanese restaurant, she knows the food because she's Lebanese. She knows how this particular dish is cooked. And one uh, thing that I know is she was got she got sued from one of the Lebanese restaurants, mm. which was very stupid. Like she's a food critic, she's Lebanese, she knows the food, so it was stupid of them to sue her for something she's saying. She's sa- telling the right thing. Actually, oh, I'm with you. I'm not against that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But for me, I would not do that because I am not a food critic. I okay. am not qualified to judge the food. So I feel that a food blogger has to be very responsible. Why? Because something that I feel is not according to my taste. For example, there is a very famous dish in Bahrain. Uh, they, people love to eat it, but I don't like it. I don't want to name it. Name it? <laughs> Why? Why are you hiding it? <laughs> who's who's going to be offended by this? Nobody, but you know, uh, since I'm a food Remember blogger, what you I talked about? I hurt, huh? hurt feelings. <laughs> Remember what we talked about with Clinton and Obama having a podcast yeah. and no one's interested? Uh-huh. So just say what it is. Uh-huh. Who's going to be upset? I I don't like pizza. Uh-huh. I, I worry that the Italians are going to run down and, 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 and say, let's go kill that guy for not liking pizza. Since you don't like pizza, if you go if you go for a pizza review, mm-hmm. okay, and you say, okay, this is crap. But why would I go for a pizza review if I don't like pizza? Because they invited you. Then I would say, hey, thank you You need you very a content. Much. So you went there and you just, you said it, this is crap. Okay. But I wouldn't. That's such a. That's such. I would tell that place. I'd be like, listen, I don't like pizzas. I can't eat pizzas. If you have pasta, I'm gladly come. But if you don't like pizza, will you openly say that it's crap? If I don't like pizza, uh-huh. I wouldn't go and eat pizza. I would. <laughs> I would tell that person who's telling me to come in and try pizza. I would be like, listen, and I don't I like pizza. And I ask you why you don't like it. Sure. Yeah. Why? Why you don't like pizza? Because it's just bread. Uh, that's your opinion, right? It's not my opinion. It's uh-huh. fact. It is just bread. It's okay. bread and cheese. Okay. Okay. So my, uh, th- my thing was that I will not uh, judge the food like a very negative way or a very positive way. Like I see other bloggers saying, oh, I'm a very honest mm-hmm. blogger. Mm-hmm. What is the meaning of honest? When You're you not co- lying. When it, <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> You're being genuine. Food blogger. Okay. What is the meaning of an honest food blogger? Something that you don't like and you're telling people that you don't like it, okay? Somebody else might like it. It's according to your taste. Something that I don't like, you might like it. So what will then, what will be the outcome? How can I say the food is crap? I, I, I shouldn't say that. That is so, that is such convoluted thinking that you're that's like I, that's this, such mental gymnastics right there this is what i think but but listen it, people who watch your content are caring about what your opinion is on the food right yeah so you sell your opinion on the food mm-hmm. right that mm-hmm. doesn't justify and mean that oh i am the god of all things concerning food and if i think it's terrible it's therefore terrible universally no it's what's your opinion on that food so you can be genuine and honest and be like hey you know what i don't like pizza other people might do. That's fine for them. Yeah. I just don't like it. I, according to your taste. So this is the magical word. Okay. According to my taste. Okay. I liked this food. It was superb. According to my taste. Okay. I didn't like this food. It was okay. According to my taste. Okay. So that nobody's getting offended, you know. Why are you worried about people being offended? Because 
it affects i i feel that if the influencer and the blogger you know many people follow them watch them they believe them mm-hmm. yeah they believe them and it affects the business of the restaurant also okay yeah so you have to be very careful you have to be very responsible yeah. fuck that <laughs> that's what i think about that listen i i think a bad business should should die a bad business shouldn't survive if you're serving terrible food mm-hmm. then you're serving terrible food and if you need to kick up the ass to be like hey you know what this isn't good and maybe this is not my business i should be in all the sooner all the better right uh, uh, my fam- my my former business instructor used to say after three years if you're not making profit you take it behind the shed and you shoot it in the head mm-hmm. you're done don't sit here and and and, and, <laughs> and try to keep something working if it's not working but that eventually happens you know if something if a restaurant is not serving good food it will not work uh, but it course. takes years and years because people hold on to it yeah they do they, they do they try it to work out you know with uh, all these things promotions and all and bloggers and all it it does happen it, it I, does happen i mean i might be speaking completely craziness but what what i always think if you want a business especially food business to survive you start small small table small small setting maybe baby steps four four tables five tables make it as small as possible mm-hmm. have a very small kitchen serve maybe three things four things on the menu mm-hmm. and you just make that very high quality right you don't yes. go in that quantity game you be very very niche mm-hmm. you have your set menu yes. you work on high quality items and halas you don't you don't have a menu with 20 pages mm-hmm. where you serve everything from burgers to pizzas yeah that's, everything yeah that's plus a business from a restaurant you know they they say that if you if your restaurant is 20 years old that's like that's like reaching 100 It's very very hard for a restaurant to survive past 10 years. Exactly. So yeah. So if it's a good restaurant, yeah, it will survive. I think people will go there. They will eat because they they're serving good food. There is quality. The but people pay taste change. Taste. Right. And you kind of get bored from the same place as well, right? Regardless how regardless how much you like that burger joint, after mm-hmm. a certain time you've eaten that burger for the 30th time, you're kind of like, you know what? Mhm. Yeah, that this happens. Mm. Yeah, that's true. And now that you see there there is this fusional trend going on in Bahrain. People try to, you know, uh mix in cuisines to bring something new. Mhm. Yeah, I see that a lot nowadays. And is it working? Some mm, do up to some extent, but not a lot of time. What's the weirdest cuisine like mixture you've seen? I I saw that uh dessert Uh, sushi. That's weird. Sushi made out of dessert. Okay. Uh, sweets. Yeah. So that was weird. It didn't taste bad, but it was weird. The form factor. Yeah. 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 It was fusional. <laughs> I don't know if fish would work as dessert, to be honest. Fish. <laughs> I don't know if that would work. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Or a wedge sushi. Wedge sushi? Yeah, well, that's a lot of vegans, right? They mm-hmm. love that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't like, I can, I don't like the vegan diet mm-hmm. in general. I don't think it's chocolate pasta. <laughs> can you type that in? Can we see what chocolate pasta looks like? I've, I've seen. I, I won't lie. You know what? I've seen pancake pasta. Uh huh. And and I'm not gonna lie. I, I was very interested in trying it. Yeah, and you did. No, I haven't yet. <laughs> Chocolate pasta? Yeah. So, pasta made out of chocolate. I'm interested. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Can you type in pancake pasta? Yes. Yeah. Pancake pasta? So they just shred the pancakes and they make the pasta? Yeah. yeah. I am kind of interested in it. No, it's the yeah. But it's it, it won't have a savory taste, I guess. It's going to be sweet. Yes. Yeah. Because they use the um, I forgot what's it called. The syrup, maple syrup maple and all. Maple syrup, yeah. yeah. 
Of all the syrups in the world, my favorite is maple. Maple syrup. Yeah, what about yours? Do you have a favorite syrup? I like maple. I like honey. You like honey? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would go uh, with pancakes. I would have some honey. And maybe some cherries, bananas. Okay. Yeah, a bit of chocolate syrup. Which which is the best Italian restaurant here in Bahrain? Um, I really loved Cucina. Can you type that in? Cucina is in Jofair. Really nice food. I loved uh, the taste, the flavors. Cucina. C-U-C-I. Yeah, this one. Bahrain. But it's easier to find it on, uh, this is the one. Yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Oh, it looks interesting. It, it's, it, the, the food was really nice. I loved the food. I didn't even know this place mm-hmm. exists. Access denied. <laughs> 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 what did he click? Delivering menu or what did he click? <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. That's good. That's good. very boring pictures who's who's the kitchen chef well uh, Italian chef I didn't meet him personally they have an Italian chef they mashallah had, they had an Italian chef yes do you want to order something for takeaway Takashi It worries me in a restaurant when it says gallery and then promotions and discounts. Mm. That worries me. <laughs> Can you go back and see what the Google reviews say? Do they have any Google? Yeah, they have 800 Google reviews. That's mm-hmm. not bad. There, there, reviews, 821 Google reviews. Let's read some of it. Go to the top. So some good scroll up in and then type it. <laughs> look, click on lowest. I want to. I want to know the people who are upset. It presentation of some of the pizza. Presentation of some pizza. Okay, that's two years ago though. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about down? They did 200 reviews, so they've, they've known their business. I really don't like this place. Maybe I need another visit. My reason for my decision, I didn't enjoy my experience here. For one, one for what I got. Food is very overpriced. The size of the shellfish is tiny and disappointing. Okay, okay. Thank you for taking your time to write the feedback. We do apologize. Oh, they, they do respond. Mashallah alayhum. Go down. Bad service, bad food. Very tasteless food. A long way. Very overpriced. <laughs> This must be an uh, ex-employee. Maybe, yeah. Kicked out. <laughs> Thank you for time for reading the review. Scroll down. The pizza I ordered was baked for crispiness and still chewy. The chicken smelled and the beef smelled like pork. Keep <laughs> 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 <Keeps> scrolling. <laughs> I like that one. That made me laugh. This is the less, least trustworthy place on earth. I went there. They stole my bag. You can't trust these people. <laughs> Lost baggage. But as I mentioned in your review, our kind of staff... St- what, 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 what? As you mentioned in your review that our kind of stuff your bag when we're dining with us is very much a false accusation because when he came back to the restaurant later that evening after your lunch, you were looking for, for a makeup box that you had was placed in the restroom, which our manager on duty fully cooperated and find the missing makeup box through a security surveillance camera along with our security guard. <coughs> going to uh, going through the video, it um, completely evident that you were carrying nothing in your hand during your all three visits in the restroom while the same was communicated. We started using, abusing our stuff for stealing as you were high, as you were high on alcohol. alcohol. Wow! <laughs> we you all to check possible places. You can miss the box in the restaurant. We established restaurant, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I swear, isn't that Jesus? <laughs> we f- we do follow the basic SOP when we find any lost item. What does SOP stand for? 
I want to say it's Seo, no, S-O-P meaning standard, standard operating procedure, procedure, of course. Mm -hmm. This guy must be American military. Who else would use SOP as an acronym? Can you scroll down? Let's see if there's any other funny ones. Worst restaurant in Holland. Calamari soaked in oil. Scroll down. <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> that was four months ago. Rut row. Okay, keep scrolling. Let's see if there's any funny ones that make me laugh. So this is basically what we do in our show, basically. We just go and have a fun time. When the pasta is bad, vegetables only three types. I asked for more vegetables. The price became very expensive for this bait. What is fair? The sauce is very normal and less than blah, 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 blah. That doesn't make sense. My favorite Italian restaurant at the moment is Primavera. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't been there. Yeah, mm, from the Ritz. That's so far my favorite. But I won't lie. I don't. I don't. If you're listening, Primavera, uh, I don't like your menu. Uh, I don't like it at all. I I have to order always off the menu. That's the only time I like it. You look at me like I'm I'm speaking French. No, uh, off the menu means. Like I, uh, for example, they don't serve salmon mm -hmm. on the menu. Yeah. But I always order it off the menu, because it's a hotel, so they can find the salmon. From so one you make you you order it like customized. You tell them, yes. and they make it for you. Especially, yes. it's not there in the menu. It's not there in the menu. And they have it in the restaurant. They have it in the hotel. Okay. So they bring it from a different restaurant and they cook it that dish, and that's the only way to do it. Because if they didn't have it, but isn't that sweet of them? They do it. But if they, they don't didn't tell you that we don't have it, sorry. But they if they didn't, I wouldn't be going there, and it wouldn't be my favorite Italian restaurant. But they're doing for you. But I, what did I just say? <laughs> I just said <laughs> that if they didn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't be going there. Yeah. So, <laughs> right? So yeah, they have to be your favorite ones because they're you know specially customizing and making it for you. I just they don't want to you lose you as a customer. And I just said it's my favorite Italian restaurant yeah. in Bahrain, but I don't like their menu, which mm -hmm. is fact. Mm -hmm. uh, no, you're thinking of the the Ritz uh, Lounge, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's good. Nice, nice. That's nice. Hmm. Looking concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Did they? Yes. We're we're supposed to have that chef um, on the podcast soon. Ooh, you should go there. Anything about education? You want to talk about education? Yeah, sure. <laughs> what do you want to talk about in general? Okay, so <clears throat> what was your favorite subject? Um, in school? Yeah. Zero. So qual qualification. I didn't like anything about school. N anything. No nothing. subject. Nothing. Not even PE? Nope. Not even cooking class? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't believe in, in, in education at all. Like if I have kids, mm -hmm. um, they'd be homeschooled. Oh, yeah. People do. do they do that. Mm. Homeschooling. Even you, you don't believe in the assessment system? Nope. No exams, the assessment system, nothing. Qualifications are a lie. It is just a piece of paper. But this is what people ask for when you're going for a job. Yeah, and you can make up the paper. <laughs> <laughs> and it won't be attested. <laughs> hey, I know a guy who I know a guy who gone to Cambridge and he he faked his uh, school his uh, his uh, school qualification. Uh -huh. He just went on Photoshop and then changed his, his D's to an A and then submitted it to Oxford and Cambridge and he got in. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't believe in the system. I, I've, I've, been, I've been expelled maybe ten or f ten, eight or ten times from schools. And even at university, mm -hmm. um, I think I did... First year I went, second year I, I kind of went... Third year, I didn't show up at all because I'd rather be earning money and doing things. And f f so I would just do the online classes. And I remember for my dissertation, 
I walked into my professor's uh, office and I was explaining to him my dissertation. And he was like saying, that's, yeah, it's good. It's all great, blah, 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 blah. By the way, who are you? So <laughs> I just said, don't worry about who I am. <laughs> so I'm just on the paper. You didn't complete your high school or something? I did complete it um, on the rest of my poor family. Uh, otherwise, I, I would never have done that either. I didn't. And look at me now. None of this helped me. None of, I, learning about geography didn't help me. I liked physics a lot, but... Mm -hmm. um, my dad used to say, I, I, I talked to him once about it because he studied physics as well. And he said, listen, Hamid, do you want to earn, do you, do you, do you want to beg for money or do you want to, or do you want to be the one that gives the money? And he said, if you want to beg for the money, then go and be a scientist. Mm -hmm. Go study, go in the university, go into physics, go into chemistry, be a researcher, get your doctorate, and then just go around and knocking on doors saying, please, please, please. <laughs> So that's why I was like, okay, academia might not be my journey. That's nice. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> well, that's well, do you believe in the education system as a teacher? Well, uh, of course. That's why I'm a teacher. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I believe in education system. But I, I, I believe in the assessment system more than the exams. Okay. Yeah, uh, not the uh, old-fashioned Edu education system at the end of the year you just have to memorize everything and you go and you know give your exams and you pass not that one mm. I, I wouldn't uh, I, I did that because I had no choice I had to study like that but uh, the assessment system is better it's less pressure on the students and it's ongoing I mean, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't believe in... I mean, w w w there were, the foundations of schools have existed for two reasons. Mm -hmm. Originally, uh, to, to um, instill patronage or patri uh, the patronage of the state onto the student, right? That's why in America, you know, you go, you stand up and you salute the flag and you sing the American anthem every day at school. And the second reason was because of Henry Ford. And Henry Ford invented the schooling system in order to assure that the labor force would have the qualifications to work at a factory. It was never set up as this <laughs> institute for higher learning of, of giving people the option. It's not. You, you get put into a processing factory and it's like, like a farm or, or meat house. What would you prefer, education or experience, when you're hiring someone? For example... Not neither. Neither? Experience? Neither. Not even experience? If I hire someone, it's mm -hmm. based on how I could work with them. Mm -hmm. if, 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 if they're passionate and, and obsessed about that job, about it, whether it be finances or videography or writing, and I can sit with them and either, either teach them or I can sit with them and I can work with them, say so they have a higher skill level than me, perfect. But you have to work with them to see if they are skilled. No, but if I'm sitting down with you for like five minutes mm -hmm. at an interview, I can immediately tell. If I have the idea of the work or not. If, yeah. I, if I can work with you. Mm -hmm. If you're sitting there and you're late or if you come and you're like lethargic and bored, then I know there's, there's no way. Mm -hmm. But if I see that you're passionate and that you're interested, then of course, yeah. But unfortunately, companies and they, they uh, look for these qualification papers, mm -mm. degrees. This is what they ask for. This no. is what they look for to hire do you think they get? Uh, do you think a CEO gets hired based on the qualification on his paper? Not a CEO. Maybe the CEO started the company and then you know that's how he become the CEO. None of the, but not, the none of the executives get hired based on their degree. They get hired based on their portfolio and their network. Experience. But they're, it's not even experience. Mm -hmm. That old adage, right? Your your network is your net worth. Mm -hmm. Right. It's about who you know. Yeah. Business isn't about profit. Business is about networking. But middle class. I'm talking about middle class people. Sure. But yeah. well, you, do you want to go to middle class or do you want to make sure that you have a, a, a wealthy life? Yeah. I, like <laughs> for me, I do. But I'm talking about, you know, when people, they go for these uh, jobs and all. But, but you, you leave university at the age of, I don't know, let's say 19, 20. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And then they offer you 20,000, I don't know, dollars. $30,000 for you to kill your dream. Whatever you want it to be, be it a chef, be it a musician, be it whatever. 
And most people take it. And then they live quiet lives of desperation, especially as men, mm-hmm. where they sit in a job that they don't like doing because <laughs> I've done it. And this is what the education system does to people. It doesn't, it doesn't make, make you the best you're possible. Yeah, but I feel that this is a luxury when you want to go and pursue your dream, what I want to do. That's, and you don't know if you will succeed. But most of the people like these, they have responsibilities. They have a family to feed. They have uh, brothers and sisters, maybe younger than them, mom and dad. Dad is old, can't work anymore. They, have, they, they just grab any opportunity they get. Yeah, because they they have to. Do you do you want to fail at something that you don't like doing, or do you want to fail at something that you can hope to succeed? You'll never work as somebody. uh, You'll never work as hard as somebody who likes what they do. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. You're going to be stuck then in a in in a circle. But if if you're given the opportunity, you you take the opportunity. You don't get nothing is given to you. You have to knock on people's doors. You know, a, 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 a cash. He didn't get this job until he forced himself into it. Am I right or am I wrong, Akash? That's nice. It's not just nice, but I mean, <laughs> how, how often do we talk about you working here? So, Akash, you don't have to send money back home? No, that, this is the thing what I'm talking <coughs> about. You don't worry about that because you don't have to do it. But most of the people who have to do it, they just grab any opportunity and they work doing jobs that... They're not happy in, but they do it because they don't have any choice. No, people always have a choice. If you work, let's say, eight hours a Aban- day. Abandoning the family. I'm not you? saying abandoning the family, but you're taking an extreme example and making it into a rule, first of all. Your, ex- your assumation is that everyone has a responsibility onto, onto the extended family, which is not, one, always the case. And okay. B, if you work an eight-hour job and you're making ends meet for the family life, what are you supposed to do for the other 16 hours? Work, like... Study, do, like. do something. Do something, yeah. Not getting drunk, not sitting <laughs> around and with your friends and smoking a, a, a hookah or, or shisha and complaining about how, how bad my life is. No, you go and do something. That's how you get out of it. Yeah, that's right. I agree with that. People have to have their own, uh, you know, timings and setups and schedules. Yeah. If you're not overloaded with your work, sometimes... You know, you, you have your, your, you finish your work eight hours at the office and then you come home and then you, uh, drink and watch TV. No. For the next day, you know, oh, I have this project. I have to work on this. Let's make a presentation and all that like homework. Uh So that's also one of the reasons maybe they don't get time to go and pursue their dreams. It's not about pursuing your dreams. It's, it's about doing something that, that pays you an equitable sum. Most like I, I, again, we're we're going back to the same same loop of discussion here. Most people, based on responsibilities or not, work a job that doesn't pay them mm-hmm. the money, mm-hmm. and then they use that money what they have excess to do stupid shit with it. They go buy an iPhone instead of fucking investing in your education. They go and buy something that has nothing. That's and when a I choice. Say, no? That's a choice. That's what I'm saying. That's, a choice. that's bad money management. Mm-hmm. Or they go and 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 put money into a business. That they have no knowledge or idea to put that money behind it. Yeah. So they have to have this knowledge. They have to. It's actually their choice. So they have to make good choices. Again, we're coming back to the good choice. But that's what I'm saying. But this is not something that the education system teaches. The education system doesn't teach you how to be financially independent. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sit there and be like, okay, well, here's how you invest. No. <laughs> no, no. It won't teach you how to be financially independent, of course. And your, your, none of your high school, from, from grade zero to high school, matters. If you want to get into university, only your A-levels matter. Your mm. GCSEs don't even matter. Yes. And then on, on top of that, even your A-levels don't really matter if you're willing to do an, 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 um, an undergrad. Not an undergrad, a uh, foundation year. So you can skip almost 18 years of education, go to university, do an undergrad, do a foundation year, and then get straight into university. So what was the point of doing the GCSEs or the A-levels? So, like, the kids can have their homeschooling done and then uh, they can go and uh, experience or experiment what they want to do and see if they succeed or they don't succeed. This uh, is what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is statistically, mm-hmm. the data shows that homeschooled children do a better academically and do better in life financially. Okay. This is a fact, right? You cannot take a classroom of 20 people and somehow instill the meaningful knowledge, especially not if it's based on textbooks that are 
10 or 15 years old. <laughs> what got you into teaching? Since I've shat all over it for the past <laughs> 20 minutes. Well, I, I guess uh, I was uh, attracted by the timings. Okay, teachers can finish work by 2 o'clock and come home, have their own time. They will have their summer vacations and all that. This is what got mm -hmm. me. But when I started teaching, I was in the classroom. I noticed that I was really happy. It mm -hmm. made me happy. Uh, classroom with kids having hands-on activities with them, not just, you know, I'm, I'm giving a lecture and then listening and they're bored, not just that. I love to have hands-on activities with them uh, mm -hmm. in the end of the lesson, which was, uh, which made me more uh, happy. Well, how, how big is your teacher. classroom? Sorry? How big is your classroom? How big, like? Uh, students, popular. Oh, the students? Uh, uh, not more than 20. Not more than 20. Okay. Yeah. And you think 20 is manageable or is that too much, 20? Uh, I think, uh, yeah, 20 is fine. And we also had ex assistant assistants in the class. Okay. So that would be helpful. Yeah? Yeah, it wasn't just me in the class. With the assistant, it's, it's, it's helpful. So how, how to do manage you discipline. And how do you deal with kids who just don't care? Who don't care? Yeah. Uh, like... Weak in studies or behavior, like both. For behavior, yes, they have to go through a social worker, which is there in the school. You know, she would always have a, a class with them, sessions with them, or they will finish their classwork with her. If fine, it's so interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because uh, this is extreme cases. You know, if they're dis misbehaving and they're not letting other students finish their work in the class, okay, the social worker would take that student with her and let her finish the work with her. I this is I find it so interesting because because again I was I can only talk about my own experience in these mm -hmm. situations. Mm -hmm. I would either fall asleep in class. But this is what I'm saying is this is extreme cases. Mm. Otherwise, the teacher should be trained to know how to uh, you know manage the class. Behavior-wise, she can uh, use different strategies. For example, if I see a child is not so attentive with the class, I can make her, him or her the class leader or some responsibility I would give him or her so that she will or he will feel, you know, okay, uh, I'm the leader and this is my responsibility. We use these techniques in the class. So interesting. Yeah. Because, again, I can only describe from my experience. Mm -hmm. If I was in your classroom, <laughs> as, as I was, I was a monster when I was, my <laughs> when I was 15. Uh, 15 was when I was really, really bad. I would have just, just looked up. And if, if I would have been disturbed sleeping, I would have just looked up and said, all right, then. And I'll just walk out. Oh. And I'll just walk <laughs> out. And if you try to stop me, I would have said, get out of my, uh, my fucking way. I'm walking out of here. And then they would call in the principal or whoever, mm -hmm. and they would try to yell at me, and I would look at him and say, hey, 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 be an adult. Don't yell. Be respectful. <laughs> huh? And then they would just get more and more and more upset, and then I would just be like, listen, I think we did good work here. I'm just going to leave now. I haven't had any experience. I, I promise you. I, was, <laughs> I haven't had any experiences like that. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I, 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 you actually did that? so more times than I can count and I remember I would just walk out straight out of school and I would, there would be a bench and I'd just like sit there mm -hmm. I'd just look up to the sky or whatever or I would take a book with me and then I would just read whatever I'd like reading mm -hmm. or I would steal a book from the library and then because I wouldn't get like permission <laughs> or stuff I'd just walk out <laughs> I think basically I liked connecting with people mm -hmm. uh, this is how uh, I, uh, and when I realized when I was in school, whenever I uh, used to, uh, you know, organize some activities for my students, for example, we would have a job fair because mm -hmm. I was uh, teaching entrepreneurship. We would have a job fair and I would be there. I would invite people from outside, uh, from different, uh, you know, uh, walks of life, like uh, maybe travel agent, and then we will have a footballer, and then we will have a karate instructor, and we will have a, a police officer, and we will have a job fair to show the students, you know, this is what they do and why they like their jobs. Yeah, uh, this is what made me uh, realize that I like hosting 
organizing events and all. Okay, so do you want to do you want to do that then as a full time thing or event organization? Uh, well, maybe I I'm already hosting programs. I've done a lot of programs where I was MC. Mm-hmm. I did it for Lulu. I did it for Pink Media mm-hmm. when they were launching the book Namaste Bahrain. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got a lot of appreciation. But I I don't know if I'm gonna have my own event company. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. in the future, inshallah. But now yes. Don't I'm, tell that I'm, to Pink I'm Media. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'd be too happy to hear that you want to be a competitor already. <laughs> no, no, I'm not a com- I'm not a competitor <laughs> yet. Yet, exactly. Yet. Yeah, but I I love uh, connecting with people, hosting. You're born in Bahrain, or you you? I I'm born in Bahrain. Okay. Yes. So, so what made you be? What made you stick around in Bahrain? I was born here. Yeah. <laughs> you can work in you can work in Saudi Arabia. You can yes, work in the I UAE. was born here. My family was here. I had my education here, so I've lived here all my life, and uh, I was uh, living in Saudi as well. I mm. I lived a few years in Saudi, but yes, I was missing Bahrain a lot. I came back to Bahrain. What what what? Just the nightlife, the community that you were no, missing. No no no, I couldn't drive there. Okay. I couldn't drive, and uh, that's changed. Now. I was away from family. Yeah, women can drive now in Saudi. It's changed. Now. Yeah. Yeah. When I left, so they're like, okay, Farah left. Now you, I, you know, you're gonna apply. You're gonna apply. Was it that Hello. that that was really one of the main reasons <laughs> not being able to drive? Was it such a big thing at that time? Uh, one of the reasons. Yeah. One of the. Re- it's not like I was not happy there. Yeah, but uh, I was missing Bahrain. Yeah, I, I I love Bahrain. Maybe it's in my blood. That's because the money I'm is better in Saudi. The money is better in Saudi, no doubt. The salaries are really good. The money is good. I think it's gotten more expensive now that now in Saudi, though. I think inflation is pretty high. Yes, now you can say it is. Because I remember, like back, I, we're going back ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Like things were just so so cheap. It was unbelievable. Like a pack of cigarettes was like uh, three rial or something like that. A can of coke was was like one uh, one rial, if not mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, uh So it was. It was so cheap. And Al-Baik. Mm. Al-Baik. And Saudi is beautiful. There are so many places in Saudi. Yambo, I loved Yambo, Baha, Abha. Beautiful places. Taif. Very nice. So what kind of offer would have to come to you that you would be like, okay, I'll, ch- I'll move back to Saudi or potentially Well, wait. since they're more open now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, good money. Of course, good money. Yeah. And you are you looking for American schools and schools in the, in Saudi? Uh, not not for now. Not for now. I am not looking for anything out of Bahrain right now. Why not? Maybe I'm not ready now. We were just doing three years of uh, now is the perfect time, right? It just started now. But I'm saying now is the perfect time. Yeah. So maybe uh, all the teachers who who went and didn't work now they're maybe retired. They're like you know what. I don't really want to, blah, blah, blah. Now is the time we should be applying. So near future. It's up to you. Mm-hmm. But uh, if, as an entrepreneur, I would tell you, <laughs> run, do it quickly. Right. Well, I will, I will if you think want to, about it. If yes. you want to earn bigger mm-hmm. bucks, and yeah, if you're saying to me, hey, you know what, I don't care so much about the money. I like the lifestyle in Bahrain. Mm-hmm. It's very relaxed. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I agree. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think uh, about? Uh, Go on. The blogging, uh, you know, phase suddenly in Bahrain. I think it. Uh, you mean it with rose Claire? High when here in Bahrain. You mean with Claire or without Claire? With Claire. Yeah. No, no. Because I think generally. Because Claire is the one who's who's been like setting up contracts and and doing all that. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, uh, what do you think about this blogging uh, activities that the companies, you know, like to hire them and bring them and promote promote through bloggers? I mean, it's it's it's. I don't think this is something unique. Mm-hmm. It just was before. But don't you think it has become more uh, uh, during this time of uh, COVID? It started more. 
No, no, no. What I was trying to say was that if you go back 20 years ago, mm-hmm. they still hired influencers, except they would be like radio hosts, TV show hosts. You know what I mean? Yes. So they, that that's kind of... Specific ones. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, like it, that's trickled down and become more accessible. Mm-hmm. Right? In the past, if you wanted to hire like like somebody to, to come and open an event or MC, you would hire someone who's maybe on i don't know bahrain national tv yeah. or local radio station mm-hmm. right yes that's all kind of trickled down and disappeared into influences on instagram mm-hmm. so i think it's great that it's more accessible for companies you don't have to pay now somebody at fifteen thousand bd to show up for an event mm-hmm. you can pay someone i don't know 50 100 250 whatever 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 which is good right yes and no Because how, how, what happens when, when the market has become, when it's become almost too competitive in a sense of, would you still be willing to be an influencer if you pay, if you get paid five BD? Of course not. Right? Yeah. And so I don't see the prices from an influencer perspective rising. I see them coming further and further down. Mm-hmm. So that's the drawback. That's what I'm saying. And if, I, I f- if you're an influencer right now, you know, God help you, because I think what's happening now with the recession that's coming from the West, especially talk, if you talk to YouTubers for the past two years, yes, their income has been going down. And that's because less and less companies are spending money on advertisement because the recession is coming. So it'll eventually affect this region as well. Yes. And it, there's a lot of competition as well. A lot of competition. And I, 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 you know, and you're, you're, you're stuck with, you're stuck with a prospect of what happens when the business is disappointed. Like, let's say they've had three influencers and they really didn't see much change in their sales. Outcome. Mm-hmm. Outcome, right? Mm-hmm. Will they hire a fourth influencer or will they go, hey, you know what? We've tried it. Doesn't work for us. Let's move on. You know what I mean? Yes. That's a potential revenue source then gone mm-hmm. because other people have just bought followers mm-hmm. and bought likes and bought comments. Yeah. And that's it. So uh, they would go for a bigger level of marketing. I guess so. Or they would go with an agency rather than an individual. Mm-hmm. Right. Because nothing stops in the industry right now. I can buy, I can buy an account, spend about, I don't know, 500 BD buy a huge number of followers, buy a huge number of likes, huge number of comments. And then I can also go to restaurants and be like, hey, you know what? I have 150,000 followers and I get an average of 2,000 likes, 5,000 likes. Give me 1,000 BD and I'll post it. They're not going to see any change in their sales because all that is fake. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But they don't know. You know what I mean? So, I so, so that is a huge problem mm-hmm. because what, how often can you can you do that until companies have been like, hey, you know what? This isn't working for us. And that destroys the whole industry. Yes, that's true, actually. That is true. How do you how do you feel about that with being an influencer? Being an influencer? Well, uh, I feel that uh, uh, I might not reach a level of uh, population because uh, high level like rich people very rich people with high status mm-hmm. and then there is uh, middle class people mm-hmm. like uh, uh, them i think they are more influenced by bloggers and influencers when they are looking for offers if they are looking they are looking for some cheap Mi- you're uh, saying the middle class is more interested in offers middle classes yes Interesting. Yeah. So this is what I feel. I would be, I, w- I will be able to attract middle class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people. Because what I'm showing them is, okay, this restaurant is offering this food. Th- these are the prices. Okay, this uh, shop has, uh, or this clothing brand has these offers going on. Okay, this there is a new clinic or hospital opened, and they are offering free, free consultation and free opening fire. Mm. So I'm sure this uh, these people will be interested and they will go and visit. That's so fascinating yeah. to me. But not all of them. I know that. So I have that in mind. 
I, I find that fascinating because yeah. it, uh, I would... And I connect with those people. I would never go to a restaurant in, in my life because of a discount. Because mm-hmm. if I don't have the cash, I wouldn't go and eat. Yes. I would cook something at home. <laughs> I, would, I would not be like, oh, okay, let's go and eat pizza. I got a coupon for it. You know or what I you, mean? Or you will participate in a giveaway where you can... Uh, I wouldn't do giveaways either. No, I would never participate. I think it's elusive. You will not participate. It's okay. a waste of time. Uh, you will win a free meal, you know. It's a waste of time, in my opinion. All you have to do is comment, comment, tag people, and that's it. Go and read something. Learn <laughs> something. What are you doing sitting there commenting? <laughs> But the Middle East is very different than the West because stuff like giveaways work here, mm-hmm. and you get followers. Yes. But they very quickly unfollow your content as well. They do it, yes. So yeah, yeah, they do it. I've noticed, I've noticed that, but in the West... Giveaways and that kind of stuff <coughs> don't work at all. Don't work at all. I've tried them. I've tried doing it on the accounts in the Middle East. Huge, huge. I, th- I think we grew uh, from 400 or 500 followers to almost 5,000 just from giveaways. Oh, wow. And like we're talking about like simple stuff like mm-hmm. uh, 10BD coupon, stuff like that. That grew like crazy. That is crazy. And what do you think about... <laughs> that was such a weird weird way. Okay, go on. <laughs> okay, what was I saying? I have I no idea. What, because I, what I was saying. You, okay, I, I, I feel like I'm back in school. Go on. <laughs> And I feel like I'm the host here. <laughs> yeah, that, I was so confused there for a second. Go on, tell me. Uh, what do you think about the uh, overnight fame? You think that stays? Do you want to be an overnight famer? Do you want to have 15 minutes of fame? Uh, overnight fame, like, okay, something go, went viral. I made something and it went viral. Mm-hmm. And you got the overnight fame. I feel that it does not stay. It's not long-lasting. What do you think? But y- if we, you just said overnight fame, doesn't it? So yeah, yeah so overnight, but it won't lo- last longer. Sure. It's gonna Disappear. Disappear. Okay. Yeah. But do you want to be overnight famous? Is that true? Do you want to or not? Me? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> Then you have to do something crazy. But since now I've worked hard for three years, mm-hmm. yeah, it won't be called an overnight fame. I don't think so. It's mm-hmm. working hard mm-hmm. because I worked hard. You know, mm-hmm. I worked hard. I, had a, I won a contest. Mm-hmm. I worked hard for that. That gave me a little bit of fame. That gave me a little bit of followers. So I don't think whatever I get now will be overnight will be hard earned but my problem with that statement is that you're reliant on the algorithm mm-hmm. you don't own your instagram account instagram owns instagram your instagram okay yeah so if instagram suddenly decides we don't like your content you're dead so uh, th- w- this is why we're moving our entire production off instagram into our own platform mm-hmm. because just, yeah yeah That's why we have a website. That's why we're moving away from that. So the, you should have uh, more than one platform. That's what you're saying, right? Mm. Not just Instagram. No, I'm more saying than one. I'm saying that look at Andrew Tate, uh, look at uh, Alex Jones, uh, look at uh, Dr. Zabinski, I think his name is. All of them, when the social media mafia decide they don't want you, you're gone on every platform. If you want a bigger reach especially on LinkedIn, you have to genuinely connect with people. Like what I would do if mm-hmm. I was like bored, mm-hmm. I would make banner arts for random people on LinkedIn, complete strangers. And I would look at their profile and be like, oh, they do like mountain climbing. And then I would make like a, like a banner art of the mountain climbing. And I would DM them and be like, hey, you know what? I saw your profile. Thought this looks nice. Wow. And not expecting anything in return. And you'd be surprised how genuinely you can connect with people. Mm-hmm. And that can, op- that can open opportunities for you later on. But the interaction has to be pure. Yeah. If you're thinking about it from a perspective of, I'm going to do this and then they're going to do that. No. There, sh- there shouldn't be any give and take. Uh, people can tell. Mm-hmm. People can tell immediately. But if you're just honestly and just genuine... Then I'd done it for like a like maybe, I don't know, 60 accounts or something like that, just for fun. And I would say 
five, ten people I genuinely connected with. Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's... See, that's the kind of stuff that you need to teach in entrepreneurship. Yes. <laughs> We should add these things in our books, in our textbooks. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have to... What, how does the schooling system here work? Do you have to... Do you have to teach by textbook? Do they tell you by the state this is the subjects or how does it work? Well, yes, we have the textbooks. We teach from the textbooks. Okay. And then we also uh, make our own activities, which is connected to the same uh, topic. Mm-hmm. But it's an activity which is more uh, uh, reachable to the students for their understanding, to assess them if they understood the topic. Because I know religion schools in America, they don't have to follow the, the U.S. curricula. Mm-hmm. They can make up their own curriculum. No, here they follow the you have to? textbooks. Yes, Interesting. they do follow the textbooks. Yeah. And you've been a teacher for how long now? 14 years. 14? Yes. Wow. Uh, including my uh, learning experience when I, was, I started as an assistant teacher. So that's like two years. So you've had students that. come back to you now? Uh, come back to me yeah. as... Uh, like in their 20s now. Yeah. And said like, oh, you know, it was so great you teaching us or something like that. Well, uh, sometimes I, I meet them somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And they do come to me and they, oh, Miss Farah, how are you? You know, I'm in this class now or I've... Uh, Graduated? Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. That must be nice. That, yeah, yeah, that feels nice when they remember you. Mm. Yes. Because there were students when I was uh, a, an assistant teacher for them. I was just a helper. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen those students. They come to me. They remember me. It feels really happy. It's overwhelming. That's sweet. Yeah, really sweet. Sorry that I shout out. You're enterprise for so long. <laughs> so so you you started being an influencer for three years now. Yeah. It started because ago. of your cousin. No, no, no. We started a page with my niece. Your niece, yes. Yeah, the started Bahrain it. blog. We started yeah. this page. And we were just posting pictures of the restaurants we would go and we would visit and we would uh, just post pictures of the food. Okay. This is how we started. And how? what do you want to do for the future? How are you planning to, to expand on this? Well, I would really like to be, uh, uh, I would say, more of uh, in the events, you know. I would like more uh, of the hosting thing. Okay, the MC. MC thing, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, I'm trying on that more. I'm contacting marketing people if they need MCs. Because that makes me really happy when I do that. Is that good money or is it okay? Uh, something I... Uh, money is okay. Something I like to do. Because I'd imagine that you'd earn a lot more with restaurants. Because it's like minimum 50, 10 restaurants. That's, a, that's 500 BD right there, no? Yeah. So and how many MC gigs do you get? Maybe one or two a month? Yeah, I know. That won't be more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know that. So it yeah. feels like a, lo- like a, lo- a lost enterprise. Mm-hmm. But I've, I, I want to do that more. <sighs> yeah. Blogging will be there. Food blogging will be there. Yeah, I will visit restaurants and, uh, you know, promote them. I, sa- I think you, you, you should diversify. This is simultaneously. No, it's fair. Mm-hmm. But you're already doing three things now. You're already a teacher. You're doing a food blocking, and then yeah. you want to MC for events. That's, yeah. you know. And I was I was also the winner of this uh, 104.2 mm-hmm. FM Indian mm-hmm. FM. Mm-hmm. I was one of the top three winners Mashallah. last year. Yeah. Yeah. And so did that give did that give you some recognition on it? Uh, well, they just give me a trophy. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But did that help your feed at all? But it did give me recognition in people. Okay. Yeah, I got a lot of followers from Saudi, from UAE, from Bahrain, and uh, I got this, uh, my voice being recognized. This was a plus point that I got from that contest. I find it fascinating. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've, I've had this, I have this talk a lot with influencers that come on the show, and I always tell them, you, you need to diversify yourself off these platforms as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And we even had uh, one of the, the execs from TikTok on um, from the uh, when we were at the anime convention. Okay. And me and him were, were talking, and I, 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 he was talking about a little bit about TikTok and stuff like that. And I said, that's, that's all fine and great, but you're, you're not going to see me stick on your platform. Mm-hmm. 
And he was very surprised when I said that. And I said, because I don't want you to have control of my reach. <laughs> you, 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 if you don't like my channels, you don't like the content I'm producing, I'm dead. Yes. And that's the same thing I'm telling you. And I tell every influencer that come on the show, you need to have your own website. You need to diversify your platform. Yeah, because people will not stick to Instagram all the time. They will unfollow you. Not just that, yeah. but what happens when Instagram says they don't like what you said? Mm-hmm. What happens if Instagram limits your reach? Do you know if, if a video will get you, if you're making video posts, is going to get you 1,000 or 5,000? Mm-hmm. You don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But for TikTok, I think that's different. For TikTok, uh, it's kind of a game changer, I would say. You will have good reach. Yeah, like your, even if you have 10 followers, your, re- your video has chances to go on for you. Sure, but, but for TikTok's perspective, TikTok works best if it's very active and dance content. That's what TikTok is, is very good at. Um, financial information, a lot of crooks selling you bullshit when it comes to like buy crypto, buy NFTs. Oh. Yeah, you remember this. Crypto. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And now everyone's crying because crypto market is. Yes. But people also had ma- ma- they made money from it. No one has made money. Off no, ma- n- no one ever. Not that no one ever, but all the people I've had on the show who, who've come up to me and said, I'm a millionaire. And I'm like, OK. He goes, I'm a crypto millionaire. And I'm like, uh, uh, OK, I can retire right now. I've made money. I said, great. Have you sold? No. No. So you don't have cash in your hand. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If I, if I show you this cup and I tell you this cup is value 100,000 BD, you'd say, alhamdulillah, great. Show me a guy who will buy it for 100,000 BD. Mm-hmm. Do you have the cash, 100,000 in your hands? <laughs> I've never understood the concept of crypto, by the way, to be honest. The legal or the illegal mechanism of it? Uh, generally, Both? I didn't understand this crypto Bitcoin thing. I never understood. And it was really difficult for me to understand that this is going to be the future of investments and monetary, you know? Well, the, the reason they, it's, it's, so I can give you a basic explanation and maybe it, it'll make sense. The reason people like it is that it's a decentralized currency, decentralized in the, in the sense meaning there isn't a government body. Nobody owns it involving onto it, right? Uh, the benefit of that means that economic trade becomes much more easier. If I want to buy something for Russia, for example, for, a, for one million, I'm not able to do that. Yes. Because there's, uh, there, there's tariffs set on Russia at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, there's legal sanctions. So even if I found a property that I want to purchase, it's impossible for me to buy it. Yeah. It's very, very difficult. Yes. But I could use a crypto exchange, put my money as a crypto format, and then purchase it through that mechanism it means. Mm-hmm. And that's when it becomes a great kind of industry. The argument for it from a legal perspective is they say the, there, isn't, there isn't economic controls put on the currency. Yes. Like the FD, FD federal, the monetary fund in the US, the Federal Trade Commission? No, it's not the FDA. Uh, it is the, I forgot what sector it is. They can't, con- they can't co- control uh, uh, quantitative easing. Mm-hmm. That's the big argument for it. So what do you think for the future? It's going to stay, going to vanish, going to grow? It's always, something like it is always going to exist. Mm. Goldman Sachs uses it, for example, internally in order to obfuscate your accounts. So if me and you are clients at Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs designated their own c- cryptocurrency internally, meaning that if I want to trade with you to purchase and sell, I can do that through their platform. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't show up on my balance sheet. So these are like obscuring ways for businesses in order to do practices. Let's see what happens in the future. You know, big. You're, I haven't bought a single crypto coin. I have bought zero. Have you? No. Not yet. Yeah. Nothing. You planning to? I don't know. Maybe someday, if I would understand this concept, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I don't understand it fully, and I have. I've never bought into it. Never will. 
Can you just do a doctorate and then go study to teach it at a university? Uh, you mean study more? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I could do that now. Because a professor, I mean, I spoke to a few of them here mm -hmm. in Bahrain. They make good money. But uh, like, uh, I think th there is a limited time where you can apply in a university and uh, four years or something. Not more than that. In what sense? To be a professor? No, to study more. For your doctorate or for your MBA and for all that. Well, sorry, you can st you can do a doctorate right now if you wanted to. There's online doctorates <laughs> available if that's like something you're after. Online. Yeah, well, generally mm -hmm. you don't pay for a doctorate. Usually, you're sponsored by the university to do a doctorate, especially in the West. Very few cases. Like a scholarship. Usually, doctorateships are scholarships, mm -hmm. generally speaking. And there is a criteria for some marks or something, you know? Um, yeah, but, but you know that 80% of doctorates who start don't complete it. Doctors, doctorships, is, is from, a, from, a, is from that perspective, isn't it's, it's, unless you're in medicine, that mm -hmm. has a different completion rate. But generally, uh, a doctorateship from, from engineering to anything else, people generally don't complete it. They started and then they just stop somewhere in between. Uh -huh. I won't do that. No. But uh, being a professor is different than a doctorate. Because mm -hmm. you have to do a doctorate and then you have to do a professorship. Professorship, yeah. But it's good money, 50,000 BD. Wow, that's nice. Well, you're not interested? No. <laughs> and why not? You're still teaching. I, uh, I want to teach. I don't want to study Okay. now. I want to teach a few more years. Okay. And then uh, simultaneously, I will do this, my influencing and blogging thing. Okay. Yeah. And I look for people who want MC. So this is what I want to do. This is what I have in my mind, presently. Okay. Yeah. And w I, I, I'm still confused in the part of, of why you would turn down more money. Turn down more money? Mm-hmm. Uh, from the doctorate? Mm -hmm. So you think I should go for the doctorate? If you want to teach, it makes the most sense, no? Mm -hmm. And you can, well, I mean, are you, are, you, are you applying to, like, I would imagine what is the most expensive school here in Bahrain? St. Christopher? Probably, or British. I'm or British? Sure. Yeah. Wouldn't you, as a teacher, wouldn't you try to apply to those criteria in order to <laughs> maximize your gains? No? Well, they, they, they also have other criteria, like they want native speakers. I'm not teaching Arabic, I'm teaching English. So they want native native speakers for that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm I, because uh, from the business background, profit maximization, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why would I work something that 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 gives me not the highest rate of ROI? Well, doctorate is a good idea, but it needs time. It need it it needs more uh, effort now. Can you look that up, Akashi? Can you do an online doctorate? I'm sure you can. Online doctorate. And is it acceptable by the Ministry of Education? Sure it <coughs> is. Online thing, I mean. I'm sure I don't see why not. Or you can talk to a local university here in Bahrain after you complete your doctorate and see if they, they do a, 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 a online academia. There you go, there's plenty of them. Fake things. <laughs> You're all fake. <laughs> None of this matters. There you go. I like how it's a classroom picture when it's an online doctorate. <laughs> See? I like that. I like that. A model with the pimple. There you go. Are recognized across the globe. It's recognized by Embassy Bahrain. Bahrain. Mm -hmm. Cryptocurrency. I like Cryptocurrency that. Cryptocurrency <laughs> is there. Yeah, this is a real degree. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it is. Definitely. What do they teach? Go, go back up. Maybe I'll take a course. Why not? Let's, let's go. Let's have fun. If there's anything I'm interested in. I might do psychology. Why not? Performing arts. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not abnormal. Doing. What is abnormal psychology? Okay, this is for the 
for people like me, I imagine. It doesn't even it doesn't even open. <laughs> oh, 80% off. That's good. Limited time offer. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's that's good. What about student stories? Do they do they have any stories at all? Right at the top, Akeshi. It says student stories. Oh, they don't have a separate page? This is just here. Just fake pictures of people. Two people, two success <laughs> stories. <laughs> and is that the same person as well? I think it is. No, different. Are you sure? Yeah. Pay at your own pace. I like that. Can you, can you type in how many people complete their doctorate? 0.1% of the population have a doctorate. In developing countries, the, it approaches it to 1%. How many, pe how, how many people complete their doctorate? Or how many people don't finish their doctorate? How about that? Sixty percent of it. How often is ballpark? Forty-six percent are are dropout or finish. Biggest lies achieved. In research literature, about it seems to put you at greater risk for being anxious and depressed. Depression, depressed. Happy PhD. I I don't know what this website is. Okay, this is, I'm sure this data is correct. <laughs> Has anyone failed their PhD? So 40 to 60% of people drop out from their PhD, basically. Mm. Here, almost 50% of doctorate studies don't graduate. That seems about right. So there is 50% chances, 50-50. 50 50% 50 of people just drop out, they don't yeah. complete it. They like me, they just walk out of school, say, goodbye. So either will uh, complete it or uh, will not. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Can you show me your 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 Instagram uh, your TikTok? Akashi? I also have TikTok. Yeah, let's see what what your TikTok is like. And do you do the edits yourself? Yes. Do you do it on a computer or your phone? No, no, on my phone. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. And are you happy so far? Uh, alhamdulillah, I worked really hard. I yeah. worked hard, I spend uh, a lot of time in the editing, so yeah, I got appreciated, alhamdulillah. All right, anything else you want to break up before you complete it? Well, uh, just a small message mm -hmm. for the viewers, your viewers, or my followers, mm -hmm. is that uh, uh <coughs> stay happy for whatever you do. Yeah, and go for your passion. Don't think about your age, that you're old enough for this and you can't achieve it. Don't think that. Just go for it. And you will get success. That's beautiful. Yeah. I like that. Uh, what a positive note to end it on. I like that. Habibti, it's been a pleasure. Very, thank thank you, so you so much, much for having I, me. I, I Thank hope you. It wasn't too stressful. No, no, it wasn't.